0: I hope you're feeling okay, and I'm glad to hear
1: that. At least you get a little bit of time at home.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, you know, there's there's no symptoms or anything. Like I have no symptoms, so it's not like they sent me home because I had symptoms of the virus. It's just something that they're doing. Sure. Well, better safe than sorry. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm kind of
1: thinking. I don't know. Well, I know we were waiting on a couple, uh, a couple more people to join us, but in the meantime, just so that we can get started, does anybody have any um, positive success stories that they want to share? Mm. Hey, Donna, I heard that, um, yes. that you have some great information to share with us.
0: Yes, um, I've been having some great success stories with Care Credit. Okay. Um, uh, I've been able to uh, have um, credit lines of twenty, twenty-five thousand. I uh, do have some uh, treatments in progress. We have an all-on-four, all-on-X rather that's uh, all scheduled for surgery, ready to go. And then um, I have some other patients coming back for another financial consultation. But we have a lot of different balls <laughs> going around, you know, in different directions right now. That's excellent. Yeah. That's a yeah. of for your credit, huh? Yes. Yeah. they they really have been extending a lot of, because to be honest with you, I've been having a, uh, we've been having problems with uh, Proceed Finance. Any application that I put in, they have um, denied. And then I called uh, Care Credit, and even without running um, the social, they approved the the patient for $11,000. You know, oh, wow. so I had to, yeah, yes. And he's the patient that's going to have uh, the upper and lower arch done, but his dad passed away in the meanwhile. So he's coming back in at the end of April to reassess mm-hmm. everything, you know? Okay. But yeah. Yeah. So that, that, you know, it's a little bit um, uh, hard with uh, financing, you know, but then I just have a, a lot of different avenues. I, I even have the bank that um, up the street from us that I've been sending patients to. Um, so I'm kind of going a little bit outside of the box thinking, you know, what fits best for them uh, with their financial needs to get the uh, treatment started.
1: I like it. And I think it's so important. That's a great example as to why it's nice to have multiple financial options yes. available to you and think outside the box. I know um, Kelly was bragging a little bit about you, and she said that you closed over 50000 and you guys have just started marketing.
0: So Yeah, we just started marketing, yes. We're very excited here. And That's, also, awesome.
1: That's a nice way to
0: start it. <laughs> yes, it definitely is. I'm glad to be a part of it. And I <laughs> um, also have um, Alfie Online uh, credit. It's something new, but I could share more when we come down in April. Maybe I'll have a little more experience with them, but they're also new, uh, a new uh, credit uh, that I can recommend to patients as well that only um, use... Uh, medical doctors have it, uh, plastic surgeons and dentists. So they only have a few, um, choosing, chosen groups that they, uh, work with. So that's another avenue too now that I have. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to keep us posted on that. I'm
1: I'm sure some of the other, uh, ladies on the call would love to hear more about that, especially if it works well for you.
0: Yes, I will. I'll let them and. What makes them different than Care Credit and the others is that they look, even if the patient has some late payments, they look at the overall view of their credit history, their payment patterns everywhere, and they take in consideration if a patient has some hardship. They take all that into consideration, where some of them don't. So that was that's what attracted me as well to them.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. have an have an yeah. additional
0: option mm-hmm. in your back pocket. Yep. So that's that's where we're at. (laughs) Well, thank you. Keep up the good good. work, Donna. Thank you. Does
1: anybody anybody else have any other success stories or positive takeaways um, since the last poll or the last power session they want to share? You're all going to be modest today. (laughs) 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 Okay.
3: All right well um Donna' we'll, uh, this is Veronica We'll help you guys out with the uh, proceed and uh, help get in contact with them to see what the you know challenges are um, okay because we haven't been getting um, negative feedback from them uh, so we'll we'll definitely help you out <laughs> Thank you so yeah, yeah um, so for today, um, I wanted to discuss. A bit about time management and goals. It's been a, a trending topic, I would say, the last few months, especially with some of the changes that we've made in the program. Um, you know, some common things that we we hear um, is: you know, I don't have time to do this, I do so much already. Um, I have so much on my plate. I don't know when I'm going to fit this into my schedule. Um, I don't know when to, to role play and and things like that. So I so wanted to go through a few strategies on how to really maximize maximize time um, and how to, um, I guess, get, um, get things done and help give you some tips and tricks for that. Um, and it's actually really funny because we're I'm talking about time management today. And when people, for example, like the team here at the office find out that I'm talking about time management, it's probably going to be pretty funny for them because I actually slept in today and I was late to work. So, you know, there's a, it's a little bit ironic and even though I would love to blame my two-year-old son for being late. I can't because it's not his help, but, um, you know, things happen. Um, so some, some tips and tricks you find online. Um, really what, when you do research on time management, I think it's really interesting because the whole strategy about time management online is saving bits of time here and there. So How do we find an extra hour in the day? How do we shave off bits of time in our activities and then add up all the time that we shaved off and um, then we'll have time for the good stuff or the things that we need to do or the extra um, items that we need to complete. And some funny ones that I found um, online, like there's some crazy crazy ones out there, (coughs) excuse me, Uh, like I found how many uh, how do I run errands in a grocery store to maximize my time and it says well you have to go through the grocery store and plan out so you only take right hand turns through the aisles that's how you're going to maximize your time at the grocery store or there were things like when you use the microwave and on the box it says to microwave something for three to four minutes do it for three minutes not four minutes and you're Already cutting off a minute of, you know, of your day. So there's some, there's some crazy ones out there. Definitely. Um, But actually my personal favorite, which kind of makes sense is to, to some level is to DVR your favorite shows. And so when you DVR your favorite shows, you can fast forward through the commercials, which saves you about eight minutes every half an hour. So in the course of watching two hours of TV, you can find an extra 32 minutes to do something else, like, for example, exercise. But we know that there's also another way to find 32 minutes to exercise in the day, and that's basically not watching two hours of TV. (laughs) So there's um, different different ways that you can maximize time, but what does, I guess, that really, really mean? And there's so many ideas out there that will tell you how to save time here and there and then add it up and then you finally get through what you want to do. But if you really want to learn about time management. What I would recommend on is studying successful people because we all have that 24 hours in a day. So what makes somebody um, more successful than another person, if they are doing, if they have the same time in their day, and they're doing so much more and being a lot more productive. And really, within like the last year, I watched so many interviews of successful people with Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, um, and a lot of different influencers and um, a lot of psychologists, and I watched a lot of TED Talks, and I, I found that really the idea of time management or this idea of all the tips on time management online, it's really completely backwards. And let me explain that. <laughs> when, um, with time management, We don't build the life that we want by saving time. We build the life that we want, and then really time just saves itself. And me, and as well as all of you, we know people and ourselves, we live very, very, very busy lives. We know people that own businesses. We might own our own business on the side. We have kids to take care for. We take care of. Um, our parents, we have different community commitments, like we're very, very busy people. So I really started to look at a way, to really start to look at um, how I spend my time and how I use my time and how other people around me spend their time as well. Um, to give you a little story, I actually own a duplex here in Largo, Florida. It's in the Clearwater area. And this duplex, on one side, I rented out for long-term rental. And on the other side, I rented out for Airbnb. And I had a family that came from Italy, came down here with uh, it was a mom, a dad, two small ones. Uh, And they called me on a Wednesday afternoon, and they said, hey, we have no hot water. So what did I have to do? I had to go to the rental. I had to figure out what's going on with the water heater. I played around with the breakers, couldn't figure it out. I had to call my friend that's a contractor. By the time he came down, we realized that the water heater needed to be replaced, and The whole time, like when it took to go
2: to Home
3: Depot and buy a water heater, we came back. It was the wrong size water heater. So we had to go back and exchange it. We had to replace the water heater. The next day they call me again and tell me that there's still no hot water. So we had to go back and figure out what the problem was. And really when you take a look at all the time that I spent for just this one problem, it came out. To be approximately seven hours. And so that seven hours is an extra hour a day for the entire week. And when you really look at it, and if you ask me that week, when, at the time when it took place, if you ask me, Iguala said, Do you have seven hours this week to train and go exercise? Do you have seven hours this week to Learn a a new skill and go develop yourself professionally, uh, do something for yourself personally. What do you ladies think uh, that I would say? I would say, Can't you see I'm just too busy? But really, at the end of the day, am I that busy? Is really what it comes down to. Because when that water heater broke, I found that seven hours. So what really shows us is that time is highly elastic. And yes, we cannot make more time, but the time, uh, time will choose to accommodate what we choose to put into it. So mm-hmm. really what I found too, um, that the key of time management, um, is priorities. So yeah. Okay. yeah, so it's like treating your priorities as the equivalent of that broken water heater, right? so to to give you an example of really how this gave me all perspective, um, I can tell you that last year I had a goal to um to do whatever i could for other people and last year we were developing the closing institute we were developing different programs at the office and we were building out more curriculums and online learning and um, i took a look at one of the busiest people that i've ever met in my entire life and You all know him. It's Bart, the owner of Progressive. And you take a look at somebody like Bart, he has a multi million dollar business and all these employees on payroll. Um, The business really heavily depends on him for new business and product development. And we would have all these rules planned and um, he wouldn't show up. He literally wouldn't show up to our meetings, and I thought about it. Like you would call him, he wouldn't answer his phone. You would text him, he wouldn't respond to text. Nothing, and it happened often. And I just got really angry, and I was always angry whenever he missed our meeting. I felt like, don't you know that this is important? Like, why would he not meet with me about this? And then when I out that he was fishing, that got me even more angry. But actually that really intrigued me. It really intrigued me because I went outside and I actually realized how beautiful of a day it really was. And when I realized that that day I learned that everything that you do and every minute that you spend, it's your choice. And I've learned now not to tell people that I don't have time to do X, Y, and Z. And um, really, it's I don't do X, Y, and Z because it's not a priority. And I don't have time. That just often means it's not a priority. So,
2: Hmm. Give me a hmm What do you want? You want to come sit with me? Hmm? You being a good girl. You being good.
0: You lost her. <laughs> we lost her somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right? You. you can hear me, I can hear you. Are you talking to your dog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you sound like me. That's what I do. <laughs> How long were you in Italy for?
2: Uh, I was there for two weeks.
0: Wow. What part of Italy?
2: So I was up north in Lacau. It's it's oh. like at the south of Lake Como.
0: Oh, beautiful. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. But yeah, it's beautiful. We, it, we would be stuck. We wouldn't be able to travel home. <laughs>
0: no, now you wouldn't be able to go at all. That's a shame. What's going on? But what are we gonna do? I, I know. I know. Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: How
0: have you been successful with proceed finance in your office? Hello? <laughs>
3: I'm yeah, Veronica's
0: had... here. Oh, good. Hey, good.
3: sorry. Sorry, my call got dropped for some reason. Sorry about that. Okay, we were chatting. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. What's the what's the last thing you guys heard? Um, let's
2: see.
0: Did you did you hear my blinds analogy? Yeah, that was <laughs> a it was when you went outside and you discovered that it was a beautiful day. And you said that we have choices, and then your phone call dropped,
3: yeah, yeah, so i I can tell you that um, really it's more accurate language when you say that it's not my 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 priority than you don't have time or that we don't have time, and um I was saying that. I can tell you that I don't have time to dust my blinds in my house, right? But really, that's not true because I can find time to dust the blinds in my house. But if you offered to pay me $100,000 to go dust my blinds in my house, then trust me, I would get to it pretty quickly. <laughs> but yeah. if that's not going to happen, <laughs> um, I can just... <laughs> Knowledge that it's not a matter of time. It's just that I don't want to do it. It's not a priority to go and dust my blinds in my house right now. Um, so using this language, it just reminds us that time is a choice. And yes, there can be many, many horrible consequences for making our choices. I'll give you that. But we're smart people. and Certainly, over the long run, we just have the power to fill our lives with things that deserve to be there. Um, so, how, so how do we do that, right? So how do we treat our priorities as the, the equivalent of my broken water heater? Um, I can give you really two strategies um, that I found um, that, that really do work. They really do work, um, and on the professional side, you know, many of us, we we give and get annual reviews um, from our managers. Uh, sorry, if you guys don't mind muting your phones for a little bit, we're getting a little bit of Oh, I'm going to go
0: away from the phone so you won't hear it
2: anymore. I'm sorry. Let me go. Okay. <laughs> I'm going
0: to go to another room. I'm sorry.
2: Nope. No how problem. Do do how do I use you? Oh, Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, we're good okay um <laughs> sorry
2: so on
3: on the professional side, as I was saying, many of us we we give or may get um annual performance reviews, and really, I found that when you look back over the 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 years and the opportunities for growth um I find it more effective to do this moving forward. So what do I mean by this? Let's just picture that it's the end of the year, right? It's been an absolutely amazing year for you professionally. I want you guys to write down what three to five things did you do to make your professional life so amazing? And write your next performance review as if you're doing it at the end of the year and um that is going to give you your three to five goals on how you want to grow professionally and then those are your priorities same thing with personal i'm all about personal development like i mentioned i watch a lot of motivational speaking um the last i would say six to eight months a lot of ted talks a lot of different um interviews and um with your professional or sorry your personal life um, i'm sure that all of us we we used to get those holiday letters in the mail right so the the holiday the holiday letters were (coughs) were a letter that you got in december that basically your family member wrote to you, and they talked about how amazing the year was and how everybody did so awesome. (coughs) And so, now we can look at this holiday letter as a holiday post. Since um, the majority of us are on social media. And (coughs) same thing with the performance review. Um, These... letters and these posts really do serve purpose they tell your friends what you did in your personal life that really really mattered to you (laughs) so same thing as the professional end of the year review i want you guys to write your holiday post or holiday letter or end of the year letter to your friends and family um. now and talk about what was so absolutely amazing this year and what you did and between your professional and your personal um, letters uh, letter and review that gives you your different goals so now you're going to have between six and ten goals that you can focus on for the entire rest of the year, and those are your priorities. So, let's say maybe your goal is to lose weight. You want to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year, right? <clears throat> really, when you break it down, that's only two and a half pounds a month for the next eight months. <clears throat> totally doable, right? So, mm-hmm. But once you have your goal for the end of the year and you know what you're focusing on. That's when you start to put together your execution plan. So what am I going to do each month to lose that two and a half pounds and Really, that can be I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier and take a walk around the block Or I'm going to come home and take a walk. I'm going to cut soda or pop out of my life and you can make small adjustments because it's a longer period of time and you have time to get to that goal um, so once you have that ex- execution plan whether it's for professional or for personal uh, plan it out plan it out and Really what I find is a good time to plan out your your goals and your steps and how to get to your goal are um, Friday afternoons for personal and at the end of the work week for your professional. Because how many of us are sitting on our couch on Friday night thinking like, I'm so excited to get my stuff done next week, right? Or it's the end of the work day on Friday or on Thursday, and we're not really thinking about the week ahead. We're just thinking, okay, I wanna go home, or yes, I'm sitting on my couch. What am I going to do tomorrow? I'm just gonna, you know, sit here and whatever we do. So, um, really changing our mindset at the end of the week and putting together steps for our next week and planning ahead of time. Um, what we're, what we're planning to do and what we're going to do to get to those goals. Um, And man, I, what I can tell you, it's really up to you. And I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you some things um, in a a second, but I know that this really is going to be harder um, and may be more complicated for some people than others. I mean, some people just live harder lives. And it's—they're not going to find it as easier to make time to go take, let's say, a poetry class if you're caring for multiple children on your own. Um, so I don't want to minimize anyone's struggle, but I do think that the numbers that I'm about to tell you are, are really, really empowering. So we have. 168 hours in a week right so 24 hours times seven day I mean 168 hours that's a lot of time but of course we have to consider that we're working we have a full-time job Uh, so let's say we're working 40 hours a week and we're sleeping eight hours a night so that's 56 hours a week at least um that we're working and sleeping so we have 72 hours for other things, and 72 hours, that's a lot of time. And let's say you're working 50 hours a week, maybe a main job and maybe you have a side hustle. So that's at least 62 hours for other things. Um, Let's say you're working 60 hours a week, that leaves you 52 hours for other things. Let's say you're working more than 60 hours. I mean, are you sure that you're working more than 60 hours if you say that? I mean, I used to say that all the time um, a few years ago, and I know a lot of people that say it, um, but there was actually a study that was ran and they compared people's estimated work weeks, and they found that the people who are claiming to work 75 plus hours a week were off by about 25 hours. And we can all just assume which way that 25 hours goes um, so Uh, With that being said, I mean, the 168 hours a week, we can really find time what matters to you, and whether that's you spending more time with your children, you want to study more for a a test that you're taking, you want to go exercise for three hours a week, you want to volunteer for two hours a week, I mean, you can, you can do it, you can do it. And if it's a priority for you, you can find time. And that's, that's even if you're working way, way more than full-time hours. I and mean, We have plenty of time, which is great. And what is even better is you don't need much time to make an impact. The small things that we do, I mean, most of us have bits of time throughout the days, and what do we do? We just, we either pull out our phone, we scroll through Instagram or Facebook, we're checking our email, deleting emails, um, you know, or we're moping around the house or watching TV and Netflix, and we're just binge watching our shows. And really, these small small moments have uh, really, really, really great power. And you can use those, It's of time for joy, too. Um, I'm truly all about that now, like I said. Um, As as you know, we live in Florida, and I can't even tell you guys how many times. um, I don't take lunch often. Um, I typically work through my day to maximize my full eight hours that I'm here because I do have to pick up my son from daycare by six. Uh, but the times that I do take a lunch, I actually take my lunch on the beach and a lot of people that I work with or tell this to, they're like, Hey, where'd you go for lunch? You actually went to lunch. Well, I went on the beach. What? That's crazy. Well, what's crazy about it? And that's just what brings me joy. That's what brings me joy. So when I take my lunch, I don't go and sit in a restaurant. I don't typically just don't um, go do your typical um, lunch thing. I I go and do what makes me happy. Um, And as I mentioned earlier in the call last year, in the beginning of the year, um, I actually did this exercise. And I wrote a letter to myself thinking that it was December. And basically my goal for my my personal goal for last year was whatever I'm working on and no matter how busy I am, I'm going, if somebody asks me to do something and if somebody needs help, I'm going to do whatever I can to help them. And I've learned a lot through the last year of doing that and I learned that it's a it's a good thing to help people, but also if you're not thinking about yourself. um, Negative experience. (coughs) So what my goal for this year. Was to spend more time for myself and was to spend more time with my family so those were my two goals and i just want to show you guys some pictures um in the last three months um of this year i really thought like what do i enjoy what do i love so like i said i love the beach so i thought what kind of activities can i do what type of um what type of things can I learn to be more outside and to be on the water? So I actually go out and I find time. I took a fly tying class. It was every Wednesday um, for four hours, every Wednesday for a month and a half. I would tell you last year, I don't have time to do that. But this year, I made it a priority. I wanted to learn fly fishing. I made it a priority I started collecting shells on the beach just to be um, just to be by myself and to learn about myself. Really, in just these past three months, um, I've I've learned a lot. And with my family, uh, this is my son. For those of you who haven't uh, seen him or met him yet, but uh, same thing with my son. Uh, Starting the first of this year, uh, I make it a priority that we go and do something every weekend. Uh, After school, we don't go straight home. Um, And I have a priority in my life that after school, after I pick them up, uh, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what I have planned at home or how behind schedule I am at work, I make it a priority to pick him up from school twice a week and take him to the beach or watch the sunset somewhere or take him on a walk outside or to the park. Um, this is him with his T-Rex. <laughs> of course, he has to bring his T-Rex on the beach um, and uh, caught his first fish uh Last weekend or two weekends ago. So, um, like I said, it, it really does help. Uh, and I'm not going to go through my professional ones. I, I think we're we we get the point here. But um, it, it really does help to envision what you want in your life as if it already happened, and then put together your goals and that execution plan and your steps and how you're going to execute that, that next week. And how do I tie this in with patients? <clears throat> the patients that you see and that we're marketing to, the patients that are coming in for full march, are coming in for big cosmetic treatments, They haven't seen a dentist in a very, very long time. And typically, right, typically we're talking about majority right now. And we have to really think, why is this patient here? Why is this patient here? And why did they make coming to our office for this treatment their priority? because it hasn't been a priority before so when you look at the 10-10-10 and you have the first 10 script um that's why the urgency and the holdback uh anchor is so important because these patients they just life I, I've seen a patient transformation video where it was uh, um, a man and he had uh, no front teeth his grand his granddaughter was born and she looked at um, they were pointing at different areas of the face and she mentioned something like grandpa you have no teeth and that's when he made it his priority to go to the dentist and get full arch. So when you're having consultations with patients, um, really make sure to hone in and think about the patient's perspective and think about what made this patient come into our office and how can I help them get to their goals, get to their vision, and make this my priority too to help them. So uh, that's something that I really want all of the treatment coordinators to focus on uh, this month when you're recording your videos and submitting them. Um, I I really, really, really would like to see a, a big emphasis on that portion and trying to get their background story and trying to get what what just broke the camels back? and what made them pick up the phone? What made them um, what made them come to your office for this treatment? So that, that's my challenge for you guys this month. Um, <clears throat> I also want to say that, <coughs> excuse me, I'm really proud of everybody. Going into Lessonly and submitting their assignments and submitting their numbers. Um, I know it's hard with change. We don't like change. (laughs) Um, uh, We're we we like our routines. It's human. So I really appreciate all of the um, all the effort um, y'all had in the last few months with utilizing Lessonly. in putting in all of your assignments, and you guys have been doing a really, really great job. Um, For those of you who may have um, not logged in or may have um, had trouble in the last month submitting assignments, uh, please, please, please let me know. Let your account manager know. We're here to help you. So we'll do whatever we can to streamline this process to um, make it easy because, like I said, I, I get it. I'm all about the <clears throat> uh, having things on our plate. So let us take some stuff off your plate and just make it a streamlined process um, for you to, to make it as easy as possible. Um, so, so that's really what I had for today. Um, I'll go ahead and open it up to you um, ladies and gentlemen if you wanna talk about any type of challenges that you've been facing or have specific questions about anything. So I'll kinda of just open it up here for the last 10 minutes if, if y'all need anything. So does anybody um, have something specific that, that they wanna talk about? No, we're all fine and dandy. No. <laughs> all right, well, <clears throat> well, I really appreciate everybody's um, time for being on this call today. Um, I know it, it, it's a lot and it takes away from your schedule and um, with patience, but I, ho- I really hope this was beneficial and I really hope this um, helps in some way Um, And if you ever need anything, like I said, feel free to reach out to me, reach out to your account managers. Uh, We will be putting this lesson. Uh, Oh, sorry. Lloyd, no, sorry. I can't hear you. Let me see here.
2: I got to unmute herself. I'm going
3: to try to get you unmuted, for some reason it won't let me unmute you, it will let me unmute everybody else. Yeah, go ahead and ask your question on the chat. Hello,
1: can you hear me?
2: Yes. Yes. So,
3: um, it's just Sherry from Burns Dentistry. I just wanted to, I did have a win uh, last
2: week of a
3: full mouth rehab uh, case acceptance for $40,000. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Good yeah. Good for you. So,
3: did they, Jerry, um, <laughs> good. So, uh, were you ladies able to utilize, um, Any parts of the script or the process um, to to make it easier to close the case? Was there something specific that you can think of?
2: Um, No, I did utilize um, some of the process in my consultation which I I believe did help as well. I touched on the urgency and um, the the patient really wanted the treatment so um, it
0: was easy uh, to review everything with
2: him. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Good. Right. Right. Good for that, you guys. I had,
0: oh, yeah, I had the, um, the similar thing happen too in our office. This is Donna from Better Image Dentistry. We had uh, patients who were holding back, and I bought some of the tools I've learned, you know. in the closing institute and we did close um two cases well three actually one um 60,000 uh the other one uh, the other two were or one was 29 and one was 30 that happened too
3: that's awesome that's awesome and yep. actually um Loy had a question um Loy the question or sorry Donna the question was for you um Loy's asking what financing company um what financing company you were mentioning in the beginning of the call care
0: credit it was uh, care credit I but the, the other one i i believe it's the oh one alpha, alpha alpha on credit yeah alpha on credit Alpha on credit, no. Yeah, alpha on credit, it's called. You could look into that. And it takes about five to seven days to get you enrolled. So that's a good one to have for a backup.
3: Okay, awesome. So um, we'll do some research here on uh, art okay. and There is a module in Lessonly uh, with uh, different... Uh, Technology and resources, I believe it's called. And uh, in that module, there is a lesson with different types of financing options and contact information. So we'll do some research and we'll put that confirmation in that uh, lessonly module that everybody can refer to.
0: Sounds great. Um,
2: Veronica, this is Angela from Dr. Canal and Callum's office.
0: Can
2: you speak? hi when you speak to proceeds can you ask them if they were ever able what they were trying to do was uh set up so that if there were two providers working on the all on 4 case that the uh applicant would just file for um for a loan one time for the full amount and then they would cut two checks one to each provider so that the patient would only have one loan um, correct last I spoke to them uh Uh, Green Sky was doing it, and Lending Club does it, but they don't. So when I brought it to their attention, they said that they were working on it. So can you see if they made any progress with that? Because that's, like, really a big thing for us um, because we work on this case (coughs) with, um, you know, with another um, doctor from a different practice. Right. you know, so typically like the patients, we've been working it out for them where, you know, uh, we try and make it as as financially um, simple as possible, but um, it it would be nice if they could just, we could just have one go-to financing company that would would actually cut two checks.
3: Yes, for sure, Um, we will ask. Uh, I can tell you that I do know that proceed at the last course they were at, the last course they were at, uh, somebody mentioned this question, actually, and Dave Rohr, the CEO, <clears throat> said that they will cut two separate checks. Um, however, the other practice does need to use proceed finance as well. So if okay. you are using... And the other company is using proceeds. They will put two checks.
2: Okay, that's great. So then they did make progress. Okay.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. It only makes yep. sense that they have to participate because <coughs> so, there is a discount involved, and and it shouldn't just be on you know one provider's um, account. It it needs to be divided. So that's great. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Awesome. And then. Um, Loy actually asked
3: um, about lead conversion. So uh, she's saying that we had several leads, and reaching out to them has been a challenge. We contact them over and over again, um, and they don't respond. Is there a good uh, is there a good script to leave a message that gets their attention? Um, we're open to suggestions. We send an email. Um, we, we send an email, a text, and a voicemail. So with these people that we're marketing directly out to the public, uh, we have to keep in mind it's a very, very different animal. So we when we get patients directly, or sorry, when we get patients from the referrals, and it's a referred patient from a patient, um, they're easy to convert, right? They'll they'll schedule, they typically accept treatment, they'll refer other patients, but these patients coming in directly from the public, they don't know you, they don't know anything about you, and it really, especially for big high-dollar cases, if they're spending over $7,000, it takes seven to 10 times longer for them to make a purchasing decision. And, um... The key is uh, consistent follow-up. So these patients, um, if they don't convert the first time, that doesn't mean they will not convert. And we can think of it just as what we talked about this last hour about priorities. Yes, maybe they got an idea, but right now, it's just not their priority. Um, I can give you an example. And uh, we'll keep this uh, between us, I guess. (laughs) But I submitted an inquiry to a company down here for laser hair removal. And for um, the laser hair removal, I I didn't want to do it. And my friend, she was actually an esthetician in Chicago, and she talked me into it. And I was like, fine, I'll go talk to somebody about it. And submitted my inquiry they texted they called me Uh, I told them that I'm not ready to schedule yet Um, and they sent me an email and what I can tell you is I never went in for my appointment I still want to do it but right now it's not a priority for me and I submitted this lead inquiry to their office about seven months ago it was last year at the end of the summer I was like, okay, I'll do it during the winter time so then I could go through the different rounds and have a nice, slick body for the summer. And um, it just, you know, life happens and things happen. And just because I didn't go in for my appointment yet doesn't mean I'm not going to. And their follow up process is so amazing. They literally text, they're still texting me. They are still texting me seven months later, and I know that when I'm ready to go and do it, when I get um, make it a priority in my schedule to go, then I will go to them. So, um, I guess to wrap around and answer your question, Loy, yes, I do have scripting. I will go ahead and send that um, to to you guys. I'll put it in lessonly, so we'll give you guys some scripts. But really, That's good. Consistent follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Um, especially since they're about to spend a lot of money and they know it. Um, so, um, yeah. So we'll 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 get you those scripts. <laughs> Yeah, Lloyd. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah. So these are people who just submitted, uh, like, let's say, a lead form online and haven't been in your office yet. So okay. same same thing, like me with the laser hair removal. I just submitted a form on their website, um, and I talked to them on the phone. I said I'm not ready to schedule yet, but they're still contacting me till this day. Um, but yes, I, I will definitely send you um, send you guys
0: scripts. Sounds great.
3: Why submit, Lloyd asked me, why submit then? (laughs) Because I wanted to do it. I did, and I still wanna do it. Um, So like I said, my friend talked me into it. I was like, all right, I'll take a look at it. I submitted the inquiry and I was gung ho about scheduling. I really, really was, but I just, I never scheduled. I never scheduled. So <laughs> yeah, um, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to and because I, I still wanna go and I still wanna do it. I just don't wanna do it right now. I don't wanna do it right now. But I can tell you that every time they text me and I get a text from them, I'm like, oh man, I keep forgetting about this. I really need to go in. Um, so it gives me like a little push and a little reminder and boy, probably after this call, I will schedule my appointment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, um, like I said, <laughs> like I said, I hope I hope this helped. Um, if you need if you need anything else, please let us know. Uh, this recording of our call will be on Lessonly under the monthly coaching calls lesson. Um, we'll have the MP3 recording, so just audio. We'll have the audio with the slideshow. I'll have the actual PDF of the presentation if you want to use those for something. So I'll, I'll give you all the materials from today, all right? All righty. All right. Well, you, ladies and gentlemen, Bob. I see you're there too. <laughs> we didn't forget about you. <laughs> so uh, you guys have a have a good day. And you, too. Know if you need
2: anything. Thank you. All right. Ladies, Thanks. Bye. Take care.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.